Married with Channels podcast. I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We're married. Yep. Watch, we'll prove it. Aww. See? Aww. Official. So we got us a sh- little podcast about TV shows and movies. This week it's all TV. And yeah. it's sponsored by Honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash married. Download the free plug-in. That helps us out. We are looking at the Emmys, the winners and losers from the other night. We're not going to go through everything. Just going to touch on a few things. Um, Netflix, 44 wins. Well, can I just say, like, we didn't actually watch the Emmys no. because, you know, our stance on award shows, like, we just don't have time for that. <laughs> I just, and I hate award shows. Yeah. I just, I just want to know you the know, outcome. I don't want to see the, you know, the people in their tuxedos. I, I do. Just, like I do. Well, I like okay. that part. Yeah. I, I like the gowns and, you know, the mm-hmm. the looks that you see. And I like the speeches, too. I mean, sometimes those are kind of interesting. Oh, you know, and I, I, want, I, I wanted to pull it up. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. Seth Rogen's speech. Uh, well, we're not going to hold and wait for you to do that. But Well, that's where editing comes in, Jids. <laughs> Jids. Uh-huh. And... But anyway, anyway, to paraphrase, he went on stage, he was presenting, I guess, and he just kind of like, in a funny way, gave, threw shit and shade at the Emmys because it was in an enclosed, you know, mm. all these people under one tent. You know, I did just read today, though, that attendees were asked to show proof of vaccination against COVID-19. So Yeah, that's what I was that. thinking, too. I, I heard, like, you know, they, they required that. But. Yeah. I don't know. I also saw that people are selling vaccination cards online. So, then you know. There's that, yeah. Anyway, also, can I just also say that we picked a lot of Emmy winners to watch this year. That's kind of fun. Like, I yeah, know. we're we're part of the winning club. Uh, we'll start with the loser though. Okay. The Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Uh, actually, it was nominated for drama series. Hmm. Strike that. I was wrong. It actually won. Never mind. Oh, we start with a winner. Are you t- <laughs> Outstanding limited or anthology series, The Queen's Gambit, won the Emmy, as it should have. It's just a great show. Yeah. Just a fascinating program. You know, great performances, great writing. You know, I never thought I'd get into a show essentially about chess, but you wrap it around a story about a character and their trajectory yeah you're sure. gonna be interested in chess a little bit also in that category though was another one of our favorites mayor of east town would you have picked queen's gambit over that one um i gotta no. say no i think i would have went with mayor uh, mayor of east town but maybe that didn't win because there might be a season two of that and that negates any kind of limited or anthology series just nominated i know but hmm. my point is it maybe didn't win because the people who vote on this know that it's probably going to get another season. Oh. But I think Mayor of Easttown would have won, should have won. Well, They're both Kate, great shows. Kate Winslet did win the lead actress, outstanding lead actress in a limited or anthology series or a movie. I hope she thanked her dialect coach. <laughs> that Delaware County, Pennsylvania yeah. accent. Give me some water, you know. Yes. Spot on. Good I didn't stuff. hear any like slip of English, British accent. Drama series winner is The Crown, nominated in there, Handsmaid's Tale, The Boys, Bridgerton, Lovecraft Country, Mandalorian, Pose, This Is Us, 
Out of those, we've watched Mandalorian, Lovecraft Country, Handmaid's Tale. Well, you have. Handmaid's Tale. Sorry, excuse me. Yeah. The Boys. Yeah. And we tried Bridgerton. Yes. Do you agree with the crown winning? Uh, you know, yeah, actually, I, I like that show a lot. I like it. Based on the, the, the other nominees, like The Mandalorian, I don't think of as a drama series. It's definitely more drama than comedy. I don't know how to really explain that. I, I think it kind of belongs in like its own like sci-fi. Right. Maybe with Lovecraft Country as well. Like They almost need like a sci-fi series, you know, category. I I'm don't know. I'm surprised Handmaid's Tale didn't win. Yeah, I, I thought that would. I like that one too a lot. Um, I don't know. I think the crown is the better of the two, though. I'm just curious. All, just all around, you know, act, acting, writing, you know. Yeah. Just all of it. I'm curious if Lovecraft Country's nomination maybe sparks its re re relaunch. Yeah, because they canceled it. Yeah, and this the uh, series creator. She said they'd broke stories on the next season and even kind of threw out a couple tidbits as to what that season would entail, but it's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. It's not happening, but maybe. Uh, comedy, <clears throat> comedy series, your nominees, Blackish, Ted Lasso, Cobra Kai, Emily in Paris, Hacks, Flight Attendant, Kaminsky Method, Pen15. Winner is Ted Lasso. Yep. I, I, I can't debate that, really. Right. Like, out of all the nominees, granted... We haven't seen Blackish. We haven't seen Emily in Paris. Kaminsky Method. I hear good things, but we haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Pen Fifteen. We tried. Yep. It's okay. Yep. I think for comedy, Ted Lasso is the way to go. It's just well written, and there's so much good about that show that it'd be almost a sin that it it didn't win anything. Right, and you know, I I think Ted Lasso is primarily a comedy. You know, there's some heart and yeah, stuff in yeah, there, yeah. but like some of these other ones that we have watched, like Cobra Kai, Hacks, The Flight Attendant, like there, there's comedy in there, but they lean more on the drama side, I mm. feel like. So, Agreed. yeah, I think Ted Lasso, clear winner of that one. Yeah. And Jason Sudeikis won for acting in a comedy. Yeah. The Crown uh, lead actor, winner Josh O'Connor, he played Prince Charles. He was only in one season, right? I mean, I guess... I think it was more than one. Okay. I think Jonathan Major should have won for Lovecraft Country. Hmm. I thought he did a great job. I uh, Matthew Reese. I was going to say, I would I would have picked Perry Mason for that yeah. one. That's a good show. It and was, and he, he did very, very well in that role. Lead actress in a drama series, Olivia Coleman won for The Crown. She's just always winning. She's going to be the next Jame Duty Dench. Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> yeah, try that three times fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, she won, beat out Elizabeth Moss, um, Journey Smollett, Uzo Oduba in treatment, and others. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I don't know. That's kind of all I got as far as Emmys. You know, we mentioned Kate Winslet winning for uh, Mayor of Easttown. But uh, anything else on the Emmys? Seems like they got it right for the most part. It seems like a lot of like kind of the same five shows and actors and actresses kind of in each mm-hmm. category multiple times, you know, which 
I guess that's fine, but I don't know. I think I feel like it would be a little nice to spread that around a little bit. When I mentioned Jean Smart winning for lead yeah. actress and <clears throat> excuse me, Hacks. Yeah. That's a good show. I can't believe she, A.D. Bryant was nominated. She's so horrible. <laughs> I know you're not a fan. But Jean <laughs> Smart, fantastic. Yes, I love her. Um, and I think Brett Goldstein won for a uh, supporting actor for Ted Lasso, who plays uh, Roy Kent. Oh, my gosh. I'm walking around my house going, oi. Yeah, I know, right? All the time. All the time. Especially at my kids. I'm like, oi. Oi. Don't have to keep a kid entertained. This won't be with you. Anyway, so John Oliver won for uh, last week tonight. Good for him. And nice. So there's your uh, there's your uh, Emmy touching ons. Lovely awards. So hopefully some of these other shows come back soon, like Perry Mason, Mandalorian, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. We'll get to one of the Emmy winners in well, just uh, just a few. Hey, hubby. Yeah, wife. Did you know that it takes about five minutes to find a promo code? I did not know that. Yeah. So if you shop online once a month, that's one hour every year you could spend on trying to find a discount code for an online purchase. Well, that's insane. You could be doing so many other productive things with your one hour, like... Getting your nails done. Taking a bubble bath. Reading a chapter of War and Peace. Exercising. Taking one sushi cooking class. Eating that sushi. Drawing a robot, saving a kitten and a tree. Planting a small yet lush garden. Watch one third of The Godfather. Make an offer someone can't refuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. How about building a cushion fort? Building a replica of Monet's water lilies using candy. Ooh, getting your mile pace down to under an hour. Oh, not going so well, huh? Look, I have tender ankles. The point is that most of us are wasting our time scouring the internet for promo codes. Just get the Honey plug-in at joinhoney.com slash married and join the millions of people saving money with the automatic browser plug-in that finds the discounts for you. Yeah. Now let's get you some Epsom salts for those ankles. Oh, I was born to sit. Go to joinhoney.com slash married now. Do it. We go to the uh, Emmy winner for Outstanding Comedy Series, Ted Lasso. Yep. Which um, the latest episode as of this recording is Beard After Hours, where Coach Beard, after the big loss to Man City, we lost to Man City, he uh, is dejected and finds himself on a little adventure through London. He kind of goes on a bender in a wild night. Yeah. Yeah. Penetrates an exclusive after-hours club, finds himself at some flat of some gal who likes pants. Yes. <laughs> who offers out, to fix his. Comes out with a flashy pair of disco pants, yes. or whatever you want to call it. Sequins. Almost gets his ass kicked by said woman's boyfriend, fiance, whatever. Boyfriend. His name is Darren. Darren. <laughs> but this is a this is a kind of a an obtuse episode, not the typical formula. It wasn't. Where yeah. we just focused on one character and their travails through a night. It kind of reminded me of kind of some of those 80s movies where like... Oh, yeah. Adventures uh, of Babysitting. Yeah, kind of like Adventures of Babysitting or like, um, what was the... It was like Corey Haim. Like, they were just going to go somewhere with the car and it ended up being like this wild ride. License wild to night. Drive. Yeah. I used <laughs> to like that movie. Yep. 
If I watched it now, I probably wouldn't like it. I know, but I remember right? liking it back then. They yeah. had the two Corys and I think a very young <sighs> Heather Graham. Yes. I think she was in there. Yes. Yeah, but something kind of like that. It kind of reminded me of that. Like, oh. And, yeah, Beard just kind of, uh, he's already feeling pretty down. And all these bad things just keep happening to him. Yeah. You know? I, yeah, he ends up just wanting to get with his... uh girlfriend yes jane jane yeah and eventually he gets there but he goes through quite a few runs into jamie tart's shithead father yes and his thuggy buddies and they kind of beat him up rough him up a bit Ooh, thuggy buddies that sounds like a good like <laughs> pajama or something yeah yeah they beat the snot out of him then darren comes in and saves him kicks their ass and i was thinking this show doesn't have any bad people ah Right? Except for Jamie's dad, and you can make the argument, uh, is Olivia the team owner? Anyway, um, the team owner lady's ex-husband. Oh, her name is not Olivia. Okay. Well, she, her ex-husband, the former owner of the team, you know, he was in like a couple episodes in the first season. It's Rebecca. And Rebecca. I don't, I don't remember his name, but yes, I know Yeah. her ex Former owner of the team, yes. Yeah, but those are like the only two bad people in this show. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. That's, uh... I guess you could say that Jamie Tart was kind of a bad person. Yeah. But even May then, even in the first season... Sure. He showed signs of vulnerability. Sure, and, sure. But uh, at first he was kind of He wasn't a, a caricature. But at first what? At first he was kind of a jerk. Yeah. But so was kind of Roy Kent, too. And like... You know, their conflict and, and whatnot in the beginning. So there have been like various bad guys, but then they turn out to be kind of good. Yeah, but even Roy Kent, Jamie Tart, when they were kind of, quote, bad. Yeah. They weren't really bad. They sure. were just like very rough around the edges. And they did things, and don't ask me to, to give you specific examples. Yeah. The writers, producers did things to make you see the humanity in them sure. that they're not all bad. Sure. Whereas... Like Rebecca's husband, yeah, he's kind of a shit heel. Jamie Tart's dad. Jamie Tart's dad is like, yeah. a movie villain, bad, yeah, which is fine. But that just dawned on me the uh, dawned on me the other day. So huh. that's good. But this one, Beard After Hours. Um, anytime I hear like an episode's going to go follow a <sighs> kind of secondary character yeah. for the episode, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit. Yeah, and I think like this isn't going to be interesting at all i kind of like it no i'd liked it too and they had a, they did good by you almost got a little bit of the uh the the barfly guys baz jeremy and paul yeah you know i like the dynamic with those guys yep um yeah they were great that was awesome you had what's her name the owner of the crown and anchor yeah she uh she's always kind of interesting and she's kind of very fun. funny she, yeah she gets some good lines yeah but um it's interesting. They did they did this thing where they he kept dropping his keys to his apartment. Yeah. And I was like, where are they going with that? And I don't know if it necessarily paid off except for when it broke off in the lock. Sure. So I guess that was kind of the foreshadowing where he's now he's at his wits end. He goes to church. It almost seems like That's a, what brought him actually to Jane. It almost seems like a like a carrot dangling type situation like Oh, he's going to lose his keys. He's not going to be able to even go home when all he wants to do is go home, you know? Yeah. But then it's kind of like, okay, he made it. He got the carrot. 
but then it broke, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, no, it was, um, I was wondering where they were going with the keys and we yeah. got it. So, yeah, Beard After Hours, the latest episode of Ted Lasso, Emmy Award winning Ted Lasso. So uh, we'll probably have some more comments on Ted Lasso episodes in the future. There's about three more left, I believe. Sure, sure. You should check it out. Apple TV Plus. It's a sweet show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else on Ted Lasso Emmys? Anything else you want to touch on? No, I just want to go yell, Oi! <laughs> Oi, go to bed. That's right. It's past your bedtime. You should tuck our kids in like that. <laughs> That's going to do it for this Married With Channels podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Give us some good comments, some feedback. Join us on Twitter at MarriedWChans. Share. Tell your friends. Absolutely. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. Later. Bye.